it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Stuckers, welcome back to another riveting episode of the Unstuck Institute podcast. We're at episode 21. Can you believe it? We are more than 20 episodes in. That may not seem like a lot compared to other podcasts, but it also might seem like a lot compared to other podcasts. Our podcast is officially legal to drink. Yeah, we're going to need a new ID though. All right, so this week what we want to talk about is testimonials. Why testimonials, how testimonials, and more about testimonials. That's pretty much what we're going to talk about. So what? why testimonials? Testimonials, really, they're there as an agent of building trust with the people who would potentially do business with you. And if you build trust, everything else will follow. Business will follow, relationship will follow, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so how can we build trust? One great way is to not have me, the business owner, tell you how great I am or have a hire a sales rep to tell you how great I am, but instead to have people who have worked with me and been in the exact same position a potential new client is in say that they chose to work with me and it worked out really, really well because the, the potential client you have is going to look at testimonials and, and see themselves in the story, in the testimonial as, yes, if I make this decision to work with this business, to buy this product, I will also be filled with joy, as this testimonial is saying, right? So not only can you build trust with testimonials, but I know people whose businesses rely on testimonials. There is a garage, like a car garage in Albuquerque. They have literally over 100 testimonials, if not close to 1,000 testimonials, and they get a ton of business just because of their testimonials. People from out of town whose cars break down on the way to Albuquerque will specifically stop at this auto shop because of the amazing testimonials they have. So it can really bring in clientele that wouldn't necessarily have found you otherwise. So testimonials operate in many forms. Um, there are testimonials that you might gather and post on your website. Most Websites uh, have a section of testimonials these days, and if you don't, you definitely should. Then there's testimonials in, in a different form we call reviews, and that could be on Google, Yelp, Yahoo, Bing, whatever. You have to figure out you know, what's best for you in, in all these options. Uh, Chell, what, have you noticed what's best for you in your business? Yeah, so because my business moves every two years, I found that Google reviews is actually better than Yelp. So even though I am in the food industry to some extent, Google reviews can move with you, whereas Yelp reviews cannot, meaning that you have to make a new Yelp page every time you move. And for me, Ooh. it's big moves across the country. So for example, if I moved from one area of Albuquerque to another, it would be fine and I'd be able to keep the same Yelp page, but I've moved my business three times from Las Vegas to Albuquerque to Pensacola. So I've had to have a new Yelp page every time and I lose all of the awesome reviews that I had before. But on, on Google, you can just change your address and your listing stays the same. 
Exactly. Yeah. So on Google, I have the most reviews because I've been able to amount those over the three years my business has actually been in business. Oh yeah. And it's been three years. Oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Happy business anniversary. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. So that's interesting. I I would have, I would have pegged you as uh, having more importance on Yelp because of the food industry tie-in. I feel like most, like restaurants especially, um, even though you're not a restaurant, but um, I feel like, although I haven't done actual research on it because I'm not a restaurant, um, I feel like Yelp's the way to go for uh, food industry. But I guess only if you are never, ever going to leave the city you're in. (laughs) If you have a brick and mortar or if you are specifically in that city, I think it works. But the way my business is, it's not ideal at all. So Yeah, yeah. For me, I definitely have, and I think you do too, we have both have testimonials on our website that we've collected. We can talk about that in a little bit. But in terms of collecting testimonials at a very fast rate, I've been focusing on Google reviews. Because if I can get people to leave me a Google review, I've noticed that most people find me by literally searching Google and nothing else. So that's where I'm putting most of my focus, my energy into And then if somebody leaves a really awesome Google review, I just simply copy and paste and put it on my website. So it's, it's kind of two birds, one stone. Like if people find their way to my website and find their way to my testimonial page, then great. There's some awesome stuff there as well. But most people for my business are finding me just by a Google search and maybe not even getting on my website. One really good note though, if you are taking people's reviews from Google and putting them on your site and they're really verbose on Google, don't use all of it. Just take yes, t- edit. edit and take <laughs> the best, like, I don't know, 10 to 15 word blurb and use that on your site. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No one has time to read the paragraphs on your website. So, <laughs> so another really good way to use testimonials from Google is going to be on Instagram. So you can run stories and then save them in a highlight. So have testimonial highlights on your business specific Instagram page. And this can be done really nicely in Canva. So to make them look pretty and just have a couple of words from clients who were really happy with the services and, and or products that you provided them. That's genius. How come you haven't told me about that before? So how do you get reviews from your past clients, Josh? Well, let me tell you how I do it. (laughs) So since I'm very focused on Google reviews, um, I'm pretty, not quite paperless, but I'm pretty close to paperless in my business and dealings and stuff. So a lot of my clients are actually emailed an invoice and they can pay online. Um, That's how they prefer to do it. And I I like it that way too, because I don't have to fumble with a credit card reader at their house or something. I just be like, I'll email you later. Um, which yes, some of you might be going, that's risky. What if you don't get paid? I will tell you, I've been doing that for years and I've never not been paid. So it's not that worrisome. (laughs) If you're that worried about it, I guess you can collect payment. But for me, it's, it's, uh, easier, faster, and a better feeling and emotion from my clients if they don't feel pressured to make it transactional right then and there. It's also just become the norm. I do that too. And I've never had that issue. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of a side note, little extra thing there. But since I'm I'm already emailing people um, invoices and we're having communication that way after the transaction, I have set up in my CRM 
customer relation management. It's my invoicing software. It's really what I use it for. I have it set up in there to remind me two or three days, I think three days after the transaction has done, that I just send them an email semi-automatically. I don't make it automatic in case they've already emailed me with a problem. <laughs> but um, I have to approve it. But all I have to do is click a button and it sends them out uh, a letter that just says, hey, just checking in, wanted to make sure everything's still working great. If not, give me a call. Let me know how I can make it work better for you. And that's just, A, it's a nice touch to just be like, no, I really care. Don't just like be mad at me and not tell me later that like, Something I did didn't didn't work a few days later or whatever because I'll fix it. But B, it it really serves for me as a as a test on if I have a more solid relationship with this person because I say email me or call me if you need to. I don't say please tell me that everything's okay, right? So a lot of people don't respond at all, and that's totally fine. They probably read it as, cool, only reach out if something's wrong, but it's not, so I'm not going to waste my time or his time. Great, no big deal. But a good percentage of people do respond and go, yeah, everything's working great. And I know if they took the time to respond and tell me that everything's working great, that they're happy with the service, they feel like they're actually talking to a human being, not a corporate conglomerate. Because they, why would you respond to a corporate letter? You, but you would respond to a human being, right? So for those people, I feel like, all right, I have a relationship with them as small as it might be, and they're happy. So then once I get that response, I click another approve button, which sends them a link to my Google reviews. And it just says, hey, so glad you're happy with the service, et cetera, et cetera. If you could do me a favor, it would be really great. And here's what it is. It'll take you two minutes. Here's the link. It's really important to my business. No worries if you don't have time. And that's where I leave it. And of the people that get that email, like 80, 90% of them leave a review that day. That's awesome. So it just works. <laughs> and it's like, because it's set up fairly automatically, it's, um, it's not that much more effort on my part. It's not a lot of time suck. But I'm amassing a lot of good reviews. I started taking them seriously this year. As I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, um, but now I'm getting, you know, at least one person a week who's walking into my shop going, I found you on Google and you have amazing reviews. So I came here. Well, great. It's working. You have five star reviews right now, Mr. JBit Tech. I know. I'm 100% five star. Almost 40. Yeah. And compared to my competition who some of them have been around for years and years and they have like 100 reviews or something, but they might be like three or four stars. And some of them have been around for years and years and only have two to five reviews because they didn't care enough to try and collect them. So I'm in that pretty good sweet spot with my competition of I don't have the most reviews, but I do have the best percentage. That's awesome. <laughs> so. so I take a slightly different approach with my clients. I work with them for more of an extended period of time. So I don't just have their computer for like two or three days. I'm working with my clients anywhere from two to three months. So I am developing kind of more of a personal relationship with them. So I like to actually schedule a time and call clients that I've been working with for about five to six weeks, I find is kind of the sweet spot when they're starting to see some awesome changes in their life that are going to be sustainable for the long term. So around this time period, I'll schedule a time with them. I have a list of questions that I like to ask. So it's more of like an interview rather than them just being like, blah, dee, da, dee, da, saying whatever they want on the computer. It's a little bit more targeted towards what I want to hear from my clients. And then I write up the testimonial I do my best to phrase it in the way the client would say it. 
I send them an email with the written testimonial. It's usually pretty verbose, but I allow them to like cut it back if need be. And then with instructions and a link specifically to take them to the Google review page that I want them to post on. I've had a couple of them post on Facebook, which is fine, but that's not ideal. Although recently they've been showing how many stars you have on Facebook on Google as well. So maybe have them post in both places. So that can be helpful. When I was trying to figure out what was best, I used to be like, here's where you can post on my website. Here's where you can post on Google. Here's where you can post on Facebook. Surprisingly, I didn't overwhelm them with options. So they did generally choose one and do it. But um, once I realized, at least for my business, that Google was the way for me, I just cut the others out, cut out the fat, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think just giving them, giving them one option is probably ideal, but just giving them that link. And there's a website that you can use. We'll put it in the show notes that links specifically to your Google review page. It's like white something. Um, but all you have to do is pop your website in and then it links directly to that. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. Manually, I've, I've just done it by searching myself on Google and then clicking write a review and then just copy the address that's in there because that's actually the pop-up box that does the write a review. So once they click out of my email, they're sent to the box they can write in. They don't have to do any more clicking. It, exactly. So you want to take all of the mental calories out of it and so just in case that doesn't work, I also like to shoot, shoot them a screenshot of what it should look like when they get to that page so that there is no confusion as to where mm, they're posting, good. especially for the older crowd that you may be sending, um, that you may be sending these reviews or testimonials to just cutting out all of the mental taxation and ensuring that they get to this, the spot that you want them to be ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Quick ad break. The Unstuck Institute podcast is supported by Fiverr. Have an awesome idea for a business, but at a loss for a business name? Check out the talented folks on Fiverr to help you and your business move forward. Shop for a business name now by going to unstuck.institute slash Fiverr. F-I-V-E-R-R. Okay, back to the show. And you've done video testimonials, right? I have. I've recently gotten into video testimonials. I actually did a professional one um, for the promotion of my online course, but it doesn't have to be super fancy. It If you have a customer or client who's okay with you just doing a quick like 30 second minute video, that can be super impactful because I feel like people are going to be more apt to watch a video than read a paragraph or two that someone writes about you. And if they can see the, the clientele that you're working with, they can put themselves in their shoes as well and be like, oh, I'm a busy mom. She looks super stoked. She doesn't look stressed out. She knows how to cook and put meals on the table for her family every week. Boom, done. And that just brings more connection to them seeing themselves in the service or product that you're providing. So let's say you've just started out and you don't have a website with testimonials on it because you haven't helped any clients with their issues or sold a product yet. Maybe let friends, family, or um, just some random people you know try out your services or products for free and then let them give you some feedback so that you're not actually charging them for these products up front initially or services up front initially, but so that you can gain some testimonials from them. And that's good for two reasons because you can get the testimonials, which I did too when I was starting out. People, once I announced that I was doing this IT thing, I'd have friends who'd be like, oh, cool, my computer needs this. And as I was just starting out and, and knew the value of testimonials, I was just like, 
cool, you're my friend. I'll do this for free. I'll just, you just buy the part or whatever. And you give me a testimonial and that's your payment. So one, you can collect testimonials that way. And two, if, if your product or service isn't up to snuff, you can collect feedback that way, which is good and important before you go charging a bunch to strangers <laughs> who may not be happy with you, you know? So if you're, if it's something you're developing, like I know Chell, you're developing or you just launched basically your, um, your video course online, like soliciting feedback on that really helps make sure that by the time you have a paying person, it's just a great quality, uh, product. Yeah, definitely. I've probably asked close to eight or 10 people to just give me feedback on it so that I have reviews and feedback from them so that I know how to improve it. But then I also have really cool words from people who have enjoyed it. So literally two birds, one stone. Holla. <laughs> Except there's no birds or stones, so it's not literal. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this breaks down to not being afraid to ask right? So just ask for testimonials. If someone has an awesome experience, just ask them. It can be casual. It can be a follow-up email like Josh. It can be a conversation like me. Just, just ask. Yeah. And I find too, like, don't be afraid of negative feedback. Cause if you get, especially if you're doing it from close friends and stuff for, for free service or something, you're going to get, um, constructive criticism or glowing testimonials. Anyone who like doesn't like me or my business or my service, they don't even respond to the email. <laughs> so, like, that's kind of the self-weeding. So I make sure I'm not inviting people who hate me to, here's the link to give me one star. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But that's one thing that's great about the way you kind of interview is, is that you're getting... Um, feedback that you could implement if it's constructive and if it's glowing you can just plop it right on online somewhere right yeah and that's testimonials in a nutshell it's time for a recap one use testimonials to build trust two make it easy for the client or customer to leave a testimonial three if you're just starting out let someone try it for free in return for leaving a testimonial and that's a wrap on episode 21, Testimonials. We'll be back next week. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute and use the hashtag unstuckyourself if you'd like to share with us any tips and tricks you have for collecting and displaying testimonials. If you love our podcast and like to help us out, please leave a review in iTunes on Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show a lot. And just like testimonials we talked about today, this is us asking you. So if you want to give us five stars, please do. If you want to give us one star, don't go away. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, www.unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week when we'll be reviewing a book, You Are Awesome by Neil Pasricha. We all need people who will give us feedback. That's how we improve. Bill Gates. I'm not millennialing well.